Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo flashlights, respected by emergency professionals, are found in homes and businesses across America. Get on the bright side with the bright ideas at NeboTools.com. Let Bobby know you're listening with an email to bobby at onthebrightside.org. Here's entrepreneur, business owner, and life coach, Bobby Bollinger, with his perspective of living in faith on the bright side. I want to talk to you about giving and especially why it's good to give. Say that after me. It's good to give. That's right. So here's a, a little joke about, about giving. A man died and went to heaven. He was met at the pearly gates by St. Peter who led him down to the, to the golden streets. They walked past mansion after a beautiful mansion until they came to the end of the street where they stopped in front of a little shack. The man asked St. Peter why he gets a little shack when there's so many mansions that he could live in. And Peter said, look... I did the best I could with the money you sent us. (laughs) Okay, now I don't think that that joke has any scriptural basis. So stop texting me right now. (laughs) You know, I've been talking about giving for a long time. And it's become a passion of mine to study the word on the subject and to try to understand what God's expectations are of us in regard to giving. And what benefits are presented to us because of our giving. And I want you to know that after all this time, I'm more convinced than ever that giving is a good thing. Say it again. Giving is a good thing. And that giving enriches our spiritual life. And it even brings us into a closer relationship with Christ because a giving heart mirrors one of the Lord's most beautiful attributes. So it's good to give. Say it. It's good to give. But to understand giving a little better, let's talk about tithing for a second. Now, tithing is also a form of giving, but it's better described as giving back. Because to tithe or give 10% of our income is to acknowledge that everything belongs to God anyway. And to believe that, we have to believe that we're blessed more with the 90% that we have than we would be if we kept the whole 100%. That's what tithers believe. But when you commit your life to Christ and believe that God created everything, including your money then it's a privilege to give God back his tithe. And then by faith, we assume all the benefits and the blessings that he promises by being faithful. So as Christians, we're expected to tithe to the Lord, no matter what you might read on the internet about it. Believe it or not, there is a deluge of deceit online by people who want to confuse people on the subject of tithing. And I hope that you would choose to read the word and to pray about tithing if you have any doubts on the issue. Because if you'll do that, I'm confident that he'll reveal the truth about tithing directly to you. Okay, now about giving. 
Here are three reasons to remind you why giving is a good thing. The first one is because giving keeps our heart in the right place. And what we give defines the priorities that we have in our life. The Reverend Billy Graham once said, if you want to see what a person cares about, just look at their checkbook. The word says this, where our treasure is, our hearts will follow. You see, materialism says, I need my things and my things are important. But a giving heart says, my things, including my money, is not as important as sharing what I have. So giving defeats materialism. Giving affirms that old saying that the greatest things in life are not things. The next reason that giving is a good thing is our giving always benefits somebody else. Since the beginning of time, there has always been those who are in great need. And the Lord has made it clear that as Christians, we have to help them. Giving to others is what Christ did. And being Christ-like means we respond to others like he did. We're to do more than share the gospel with those who are in need. We're to love them. We're to share with them what we have in material ways. And we're supposed to be happy about it. We don't just tell them that we care. We show them in tangible ways that touch their reality and make it better. I know that there's people that do that in this church. And finally, giving is a good thing. Say it. Giving is a good thing. Because giving glorifies God. Giving in all its forms. Giving your time. Giving your talent. Giving your money. It's really an act of worship. Just like praising him is. And you know something? That distinguished gentleman that now sits on the back row back there. He taught us all that. Listen, I know that you know that giving is a good thing. I think the question that I would put to you and me this morning is what kind of giver am I? Well, you know, you and me are the only ones that can answer that question. The Apostle Paul tells us this, but as you excel in everything, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in all earnestness and in our love for you, see that you also excel in this grace of giving. I believe that Paul didn't say this for the purpose of raising funds for the church. He said it because he knew the incredible power That could be brought to the kingdom of God through an army of God-focused Christians who excelled at giving. And, And I don't know about you. I've grown some as a giver over the years. But I know God wants me to do better. I still have issues with materialism. I still struggle with my priorities over money. But I know that giving is a good thing. And I know that when we do it well, something always 
good happens. In Jesus' name. Will you receive that this morning? On the Bright Side, we'll return after this message from Nebo Tools. Visit nebotools.com. What looks like a high-tech hockey puck splits in half and can light a distance of up to 78 feet. It's Nebo Tools' innovative task light and emergency beacon. Both lights attach magnetically to each other as one unit, but are separately powered and can also operate independently. The task light provides up to 48 hours of hands-free lighting in three different ways, with the adjustable stand, hanging hole, or magnetic base. The emergency beacon has a magnetic back and can operate in five different modes, including flash, rotating flash, and SOS signal. Twin Pucks is the Nebo Tools version of the Dynamic Duo. You can find Nebo Tools' intensely bright flashlights and hardware stores everywhere, batteries plus bulbs, and online at NeboTools.com. Check out all the bright ideas at NeboTools.com, including the Twin Pucks. Use the promo code Christian Radio, Christian Radio. and receive a 10% discount on your order. At work, home, or play, for the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. The word twist used to make me think of twist-off caps. Those are for sissies. Or plot twists, which drive me nuts. Or even that horrid game Twister. Could there be anything more wrong? The Twist Z light by Nebo Tools changed all that. Twist Z is a work light, lantern, and flashlight. One you can depend on. With Nebo's patented chips onboard technology, the Twist Z provides up to 26 hours of convenient hands-free lighting and a four times adjustable zoom. This compact light, under 7 inches long and less than 2 inches in diameter weighs just over a half a pound. You can find Nebo Tools intensely bright flashlights in hardware stores everywhere at Batteries Plus Bulbs and online at NeboTools.com. Check out all the bright ideas at NeboTools.com, including the remarkable Twist Z. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order. When you need a work light, lantern, or flashlight, check out the Twist Z at work, home, or play. For the ultimate flashlights, let Nebo light your way. Welcome back to On the Bright Side. Visit onthebrightside.org to email Bobby and let him know you're listening. The truth is there is some good that can come out of these doomsday predictions because if nothing else, it reminds us that there absolutely will come a day when Christ will return and take us home. Praise the Lord. And I see no reason to rail on the misguided people who get caught up in someone else's false teachings. I think it's better that we pray that they'll turn their zeal toward seeking God's direction for their life in the here and the hereafter. But I love it when anything jolts us into dwelling on the kingdom of God. Listen to this. The greatest fact of the past is that Jesus Christ came... And died to save us. And the greatest fact of the future is that Jesus Christ is coming back to take us home. Can you say amen to that? I heard heard a pastor say this week uh, regarding all of this that we should first acknowledge and believe in the first coming of Jesus Christ before we get caught up, pardon the pun, with the timetable of his second coming. I like that. So no, it wasn't yesterday. But there is coming a day. And when it does, what do you think will really happen? You know, I don't know exactly. 
But the word says this. So you must be ready because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect him. So much for predicting the exact time. And the word also says it will happen fast. The word says, for as lightning comes from the east is visible in the west, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. So knowing at least this much, how should we live? I like what the word says. It says rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And remember that the Lord said, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you always, even until the end of the earth. No. He didn't come yesterday. But there is coming a day. Listen to my story. A gardener for a large estate in northern Italy was showing a visitor the beautiful, well-groomed grounds of the property. As the visitor marveled at the immaculate gardens, he commended the gardener on what a tremendous job he was doing. He asked, by the way, when was the last time the owner was here? About ten years ago, the gardener replied. Then why, the visitor asked, do you keep the place so perfectly manicured? Because, replied the gardener, I expect him to return. Oh, said the visitor, is he coming soon? The gardener then said, I don't know when he's coming, but I'm expecting him today. No, it wasn't yesterday. But there will come a day. And it could be today. I want to be like the gardener, don't you? I want to be ready. Can you say praise the Lord? Nebo Tools keeps you on the bright side with Nebo flashlights. Respected by emergency professionals everywhere. What's small enough to fit in your hand made of anodized aircraft-grade aluminum and is completely rechargeable? If you answered Redline RC Flashlight by Nebo Tools, you are 100% correct. The newest rechargeable Redline from Nebo has a MagDock, a magnetic charging station that docks and charges your Redline RC. This high-powered 320 lumen LED flashlight is water and impact resistant, has a steel belt and pocket clip, an ergonomic non-slip grip, magnetic base, protective LED housing, and charging indicator light. It's dependable and it looks cool too. The Redline RC. It's what all other flashlights wish they could be. You can find Nebo Tools' intensely bright flashlights at batteries plus bulbs, hardware stores everywhere, and online at NeboTools.com. Check out all the bright ideas at NeboTools.com, including the Redline RC. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order. At work, home, or play, for the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. Nebo Tools welcomes you back to On the Bright Side and invites you to try flashlights, respected by emergency professionals everywhere. What does God look like? What does God look like? Now, is that a tough question for you to answer? Or could it be as easy as this right here? Listen to this. A kindergarten 
teacher was observing her classroom of children while they were drawing. And she would occasionally walk around to see each little child's artwork. And as she got to one little girl who was working diligently, she asked, What are you drawing? I'm drawing God, replied the little girl. The teacher paused and she said, But no one knows what God looks like. Without looking up from her drawing, the little girl replied, They will in a minute. Well, you know, I've learned from my many years in the marketing and sales arena that most of us get a visual image or a word picture from each word that we hear. And in our generation, you know, many visual images are not created by just our imaginations, but by good marketing. For instance, when you think of a cow, you may think of the cow that you see in the Chick-fil-A ads uh, instead of another kind of cow. See, our mind is kind of like Google, like a search engine. There's always an image that's first in line. But when it comes to describing what God looks like, I discovered that most people don't really have a distinct visual image. And when asked the question, you get answers like, well, I think God looks like love. Or God is light. Or he's truth. Or I think God is beautiful. Or some people go the nature route. They say, well, God is the wind. Or he's the blue in the sky. And if they do have a visual, it can vary from he's an old man with white hair sitting on a throne, all the way to God is a woman. And now one fairly common visual is that people say that God looks like Jesus. Well, you can make a case for that one, seeing as how the word says that God made man after his own image. And if Jesus is his son, then it stands to reason that there would be a family resemblance. But then I'd have to ask you the question, what did Jesus really look like? Because you probably have a visual image of some artist concept of Jesus that's painted centuries ago. So I find it all very interesting that there's no common theme for what God looks like. And when you go to the Word and read about actual physical encounters with God, we find that all the people are struggling to describe the glory that surrounded him. In Exodus, the Lord told Moses that when he passes by, he said, he's, he said after I pass, I will, I will, uh, let's see, what did he say? Oh, in Exodus, the Lord told Moses that when he passed by, he would cover his eyes because no one could look on God's face and live. And then he said, after I pass, then I will remove my hand and let you see my back. So indeed, God does have a face. But we in our human condition apparently aren't equipped to deal with it. So... What I've discovered is it's not a coincidence that we don't have a clear vision of God the Father. It's actually the way that God designed it. He wanted it that way for several reasons. And I'm going to give you three of them real quick. The first one was what I just mentioned. 
He didn't make us capable of being in his presence. He, we, just, we just don't physically, uh, aren't are made to, to handle it. And the second reason is that God made it clear to us that outward appearances have little or no value to him. And when God had Samuel looking for a new king, he told him not to consider what he looked like. He said, man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. So Samuel looked until he found David, who was the youngest, and he was the smallest, and he was the least likely on the outside. But he had a heart of a great king on the inside. And the last reason why God didn't want us to know exactly what he looked like, well, you just have to go to the Gospel of John to, John to find it. <clears throat> it was when Philip asked Jesus to show him the Father. And Jesus responded. He said, Philip, after all this time, don't you know that anyone who has seen me has seen the Father? And I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. And then Jesus said, Philip, listen to me, because I'm telling you the truth. Anyone who has faith in me can do anything that I can do and more. Because I represent you to the Father. So here's the deal. If you ask me today what God looks like, I can tell you that I honestly don't know. But I do know this. He still wants us to see Him. But not with these eyes. He wants us to see Him through the love and character of Jesus Christ and His Holy Spirit. And by opening our heart and our mind to Him, we'll find that of all the things that God created, the thing that He meant to be the most like Him was you. You've been listening to On the Bright Side, brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo flashlights, respected by emergency professionals, are found in homes and businesses across America. Each weekday, entrepreneur, business owner, life coach Bobby Bollinger brings business, spiritual, and practical applications to inspire you to live life to the fullest. Get on the bright side with the bright ideas at NeboTools.com and let Bobby know you're listening with an email to Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org. You depend on your mobile phone. It's your business manager, your social secretary, your lifeline, and sometimes it's your flashlight. Nebo Tools Case Bright for Samsung Galaxy S7 does more than just protect your phone from drops and shatters. The Case Bright features a high power flashlight that is up to four times brighter than a standard smartphone light. The Case Bright is independently powered by an internal rechargeable lithium ion battery, so it does not draw from your phone's battery, thereby extending the duration of your phone's power charge. The Case Bright operates for 24 hours on low power and also has a high power mode and an exclusive strobe setting. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the case bright for Samsung Galaxy S7 at Batteries Plus bulbs outlets, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at nebotools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order. At work, home, or play for the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way.